Thanks for downloading this episode of Fun Employment Radio. Also, be sure if you like us, you'll love our merchandise. Go to funemploymentradio.com/store to pick up a shirt, a hat, all of the above. Go check it out. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. Okay, I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a nice dress. <laughs> I've heard about it. That's like the fakest sentence I think you. No, it said. is. It's a nice dress, but I, I am the last person on earth who is ever going to comment on women's clothing. That's why it's. That's why it's a terrible <laughs> question to ask me because no matter what I well, you're say, the only person I have to ask. Yeah, but so. see, I don't want to be. I pretend I don't even exist because <laughs> my problem with that is I always assume I'm going to say something wrong and that I'm going to end up offending someone, and that's how it's going to end up. And and it's it's terrifying. No, because it scares always, me. Women's clothing scares me. I know because I think wasn't it because you like told your coworker you like the color of her shirt once? Yes, and, and then, then she thought I was hitting on her. <laughs> she thought that you were like meaning actually her. It boobs. was just a nice color of blue. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right. uh, Don't forget, if you're going to be doing any shopping online, which some people shop online nowadays. They the kids, do. it's the new hip thing. Shop online on the via the computers or the phones or the mobile the devices. Of tubes. What you need to do is go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Amazon link right there at the top of the page. It helps us out tremendously. One extra click from you does help a lot. Also, while you're there, don't forget if you haven't Yet We're not going to say whether it's full or not because we do want backup teams, but registration is open for the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament of Champions, <laughs> and that is going to be happening May 17th at the Landmark Saloon, uh, brought to you by Next Adventure and Pabst Blue Ribbon, two fine sponsors of this event, and we are so excited because we want everybody to come out. It's basically going to be a gigantic party no matter what, and, uh, and hanging out there while and the tournament's going on. It's supposed to be a on. nice day, and uh, there'll be beer specials and food and music and merry it's it's going to be awesome. So go to funemploymentradio.com slash the URL, Sarah. Cornhole Hero. Cornhole Hero, because we did announce that yesterday. And you can register your team to be in the tournament. You don't need to be very good at Cornhole because it's going to be a best two out of three type of tournament. So you and can quite, lose a game. It's fine. And quite honestly, Cornhole is a game of uh, you know some skill if you play it for a while. But also a lot of it's luck. Uh, luck and then figuring out how to get into other people's heads. That's exactly. one of the main things. It's like a mental, it's like a mind fuck game, which is, yeah. which is a lot of fun, which is why Greg loves playing it so much because he loves to mess with other people. Yeah, no, I'm good at it. You got to figure out the weaknesses of other people and then you can kind of, then kind you of can get break in their them head. down. Uh huh. Usually it's, it's for me, the way I figured out is you just, you, you probably just don't say anything at all. Like that's, that's my tactic or, or a little, the, the, the way I've, I've found that I found several ways that I apparently can infuriate people uh, when I'm playing cornhole. One of them is the uh, the slight smirk that that really your smirk. Oh, everyone wants to just really, wipe that fucker off your face. Oh man, people when don't Greg like that. Gets the smirk. Yeah, this the smirk is this, and and the problem is though, I only smirk when it's somebody that I think I'm going to lose to, and then I end up beating them, and then I see them being uh, angry and upset about it. You know I like to see it makes me happy. 
And so, so I end up, I end up having a little smirk, and I know I'm doing it. I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to get my ass kicked right now. And then, so I'm I try to hide it, and then I don't say anything. Gotten your ass kicked in all the years that we've been playing in uh, the cornhole league. Well, I mean, I, people can get under my skin too. I mean, it's there's there's ways. I'm not going to say what those ways are, but there are ways. There's one person in Tell particular. Tell us in detail, Greg. No, there's there's one person in particular that can really get under my skin. That's always been able to do that, and it. Who? It's because his damn laugh every time he's every time he scores on me, uh, Dan Bozik. Oh, Bozik is Bozik, an evil man. God damn, Bozik can get under my skin. Oh it just, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, and I, you know, I love Bozik, but it, he just—it's that laugh, like when he just he scores, he'll like score a bunch of points on me and just be like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I hate you so much right and Bozik's now. Bozik's like this monster of a man too. Oh yeah, he is. He's yeah. Just like, <laughs> so, <laughs> you're making me mad, Bozik. So, I know, yeah. There's no reason other than he's laughing. He's doing exactly what uh, what what I would be doing. Well, since we are talking about this, we did have a um, a question in the chat if we could play this again. So I think we probably should. Okay. Since you put some work into this. All right. Cornhole. 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 Quite funky. Quite funky. I think what sells it is Scott Daly's quite funky. Quite funky. I just had to put that in there just because. Greg was scouring our archives trying to find the particular episode when Scott Daly was talking about he was talking about a super band that had like a couple of guys from Duran Duran and like Robert Plant. I don't even remember the name of the band. I only remember that part because I just had to go back through and listen to it. But that was Scott Daly describing the he's band. Like, like, it was, oh, it was, was great. Good. It was quite. It was quite funky. It was quite funky. <laughs> I, I still quote that to him all the time. Like, oh well, that was quite funky. <laughs> so that anyway, Scott, Scott Daly. That's yes. the quite funky part. So the <laughs> funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole hero, and you can register there for the tournament and. Regardless, it's just going to be a great day. All right, so the the stuff we were talking about here at the beginning of the show has to do with this weekend. Uh-huh. It is May 1st, 2015. Oh, it's May and, Day, Greg. Happy May Day. And, uh, oh, yeah, it when is When you were May little, day. did you uh, leave flowers on people's doorsteps on May Day? No. That's what we used to do. Why would you up. do that? I don't know. It was just the thing. There was, like, the Maypole, and then you would, like, I know the leave. Maypole, but... Yeah, and then you'd leave, like, fl- I remember we would pick flowers and then, like, leave them on people's doorsteps for May Day. Uh, it was no. a gentler. It was a. It was a gentler time. I mean, I don't. I don't remember that. So that was. That was something that Pepperidge you actually. Farm remembers. <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> it was a good time. I remember Mrs. Witherspoon. <laughs> That's Ray Shummer, Shummers at large. All right, so, so, it's one of those things. Seriously, I wonder if the, the kids do that these days. Like, because we used to, you know, bundle them up and like wrap them. Why did you do that though? Because I don't remember that tradition at all. Because it was like supposed to be nice to celebrate May Day to give people flowers. Was this another one of the made-up holidays that your parents, that you, no, you and your family have? No, this was when I was in this elementary is like your, school. This I mean, because you guys have did. kind of all your own traditions that you call, is this, is this a, is this a Dylan original? No, I, I swear to God, I remember other people doing it too. Didn't, I, you did not do this. Mm-mm. Mayday leaving flowers for people. Oh. No, I, I don't remember that. At least not in my, you know, town where I grew up. I don't remember that ever being a thing. Mm-hmm. We had the Maypole and we'd have like a, you know, assembly or festival or st- stuff like that. Where, I mean, I remember the Maypole thing specifically, mm. but no, I don't remember the flowers thing. Okay, maybe I'm the one that that is wrong on this because I'm looking in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live where you can go if you are a live listener of Fun Employment Radio, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. It does help us out tremendously. And uh, people there are saying that, yeah, they did that. Yeah. 
Okay. Maybe maybe it's something I just don't remember. I would think that yeah, you would have done that if well, you remember, were in a small town. But also also I was out in the country. So it's not like I, we walked somewhere. There weren't like houses around. You would you we would have to have driven. Oh, that's true. To go to house to house. So it's not like it was in a neighborhood or something like okay, that. Okay, whereas yeah, like I grew up in a cul-de-sac, so yeah. that's why. Yeah, so maybe maybe that was part of it. No, I, I honestly, I don't remember that All part. right, well, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I didn't mean to derail what you were going to say. I was just no. wishing you a happy May Day. Yes, well, anyway, May Day. Yes. Uh, no, what I was going to say is what we're referencing this this uh, at the beginning of the show is that tomorrow is the Kentucky Derby, the running of the Kentucky Derby. Now, we will not be attending the Kentucky Derby in person, although that, I think that's something I would want to do someday is go to the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to go to the actual one. I've been to... I'd want to be rich if I went to the actual one. Like, I, I would yeah. want to wait until I've, in, in, until I've earned my keep. I've been to a couple actual, like, like big, big-time horse races before. Oh, yeah? Up in, down in uh, San Diego, Del Mar. Del Mar's their big, huge track down there. It is, it is a lot of fun. I mean, because they have the super rich people and then also the regular people like like myself and so there's there's two different sections obviously the super rich section i was not up in that <laughs> shockingly i was not in that part of it greg i'm so surprised you weren't in the super rich yeah. section but the way they have it down there is there's a tunnel that goes underneath the racetrack and then it comes back out in the center field so you know the the racetrack's a mile long and inside it's just a giant field well inside it, that field is a huge party area with like beer gardens and all kinds of things it's awesome it was pretty fun. That sounds pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And drinking mint, mint juleps in the sun. No, no. We brought a cooler and we were drinking like Miller Lite or something. Okay. Yeah, no, mint juleps are for the rich people. Okay. And there were people walking around with like their their bottles of whiskey they brought. And that was kind of going on. Oh, yeah. It's always, that kind of party. It was like a trailer. Flasks. It was It was like a, a tailgating party. That's what. <laughs> that's the part I was in. It was fun, though. But uh, this, since we're not we're not going to be attending the actual Kentucky Derby, as I said, <laughs> yeah, so just to clarify usual. that, I mean, just, just, just clarifying, just cleared up. Greg and I are not going case to the Kentucky Derby this year. Anybody wants to know with our vast wealth just, and riches, just needed to let you know because I know that that was the question on the tip of everyone's tongues. No, we're not going to make it to the Derby this year. Shop on FunEmploymentRadio.com by clicking on the Amazon link. <laughs> so. The, what we will be doing, though, is going to a place here in Portland called Portland Meadows, which is the racetrack here, where a lot of people don't even know about this. They have a full-on Kentucky Derby party there. So there's they always they have horse races. I don't know if actual live horse racing will be happening Yeah, tomorrow. because they have the thing where like sometimes they have horses, sometimes they don't. Yeah, I honestly don't I know. I haven't been there in a while, so I'm not sure. Yeah, but they do have you know televisions all over the place, and they have grandstands and all this stuff where they show the, the Kentucky Derby, and then there's betting on all the other horse races. I mean, that, that kind of goes on all, all week long, but this is a day where everybody comes out there. It's pretty fun. They'll have like beer tents and it's, it's actually, it's a pretty good time. Mm. And so we're going to head out there and people dress up. Obviously it's not the full on real Kentucky Derby, but people still dress up. People do. women in hats. Women in like the big crazy hats with like flowers. And like, I think there are some, I saw some last year with like plastic horses around them. Like it's, it's pretty fun to see. It's a spectacle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a to do, if you will. It is. It's it's. But a, it's like it's the all. It's like both sides of the spectrum. Like there are the the fancy ladies who wear the hats and the heels and the dresses and everything, and then you know they're, they're like the guys playing you know the slot machines in sweatpants and like a ratty Oregon Ducks yeah, T-shirt. Those guys are there every day. I yeah. think. I think those those are the, those are the guys that are generally always there. Mm. Yeah, I've. Uh, Every year I, I place a bet on the Kentucky Derby even before, you know, I went out, started going out to like Portland Meadows or something to actually watch it with a group. And um, I've gotten my money back once. 
That no. was, that's it. I that's my history you of betting. Won, you won a few years ago or a couple of years now, ago. No, right? that was a couple of years ago, but I don't think that was on the Kentucky Derby. That was on a different race. Mm-hmm. I won like 60 bucks. That was, I don't think that was the actual Derby race. I bet on one of the ones beforehand. The Kentucky Derby is once a year when I lose $10 and I never get anything back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always put, or I do, no, it's $15 because I do the um, win place show. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. what it is? The three? Yeah, that's yes, the bet. I'll put five on so each one. I had a here's a little little gambling tip here. Since we're not FCC regulated, <laughs> that, this is not a gambling tip. This is just, the only thing I learned was Greg, from nobody's taking gambling tips from you seriously. Well, I mean, maybe people feel that I'm some kind of a gambling expert, a gambling guru, if you will. Yeah, I am not. Uh-huh. But I did have a roommate who was uh, before. I had a roommate who he was uh, he used to actually handicap horse races back in Illinois. So he would be the one who sets what the odds are, all that stuff. Okay. Like he, like one of those dudes. So he knows horses and knows like, he could look, get through one of the the manuals. They have these big giant packets that come with this thing where it'll say like what kind of dirt they ran on and how old they are and what, what, what were the conditions of the day they ran. And so you can like try to predict how well they'll do. He could analyze that stuff and say how well a horse would do. Really? Yeah. Yeah, great. I mean, it's that's such boring stuff. I would have no desire to ever do that, but he loved it. And uh, the, the way he always said is pick one horse and do win, place, or show. So you pay, you say, like, I want $5 on horse number two to win, place, or show. So you're betting $5 on them winning, $5 on them placing, which is getting first or second, or $5 on them showing, which is win, place, show. So if they get first, you win three times. Okay. If they get second, you win twice. Third, you win once, or you just don't win. But it gives you three opportunities. Okay. Does that make any sense? It does make sense, yeah. Okay. I haven't looked at the horses so far this year. I like to pick them. I know pick- this isn't crazy. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, let's talk about gambling. That's that's about all I know. That's all I know about it. But I was thinking, though, the the other good thing about going out to the Kentucky Derby is, you know, there are going to be people there with the 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 wealth, the wealthy money, mm-hmm. you know, the wealthy people. Sure. The higher end ones. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that are going to be throwing bets around. And there's always, there's always some like... Uh, uh, we'll just say a little bit older ladies walking around you're, by themselves. Your exact demographic, yes. And I'm saying they're going to be there by themselves, you know, or the husband's off, you know, betting somewhere else. They're going to be all sitting there, you know, lonely with all their money. And, um, you know, what if uh, what if a fine Southern gentleman just sort of walk up there and like uh, and, and and spend some time you're with You're totally them? wearing one of your flowy unbuttoned shirts tomorrow, aren't you? Oh, I could go with the European. You're going with your white shirt. I, I can already see it as if it's if already If it's going to be nice weather, I want to wear my you're flowy gonna shirt. You're going to wear your white flowy shirt with a white wife beater underneath it and you're going to unbutton it. No, I'll wear a white t-shirt now, Sarah. I've oh, grown up. Okay. All right. It'll be a white From t-shirt. From last summer you've grown up? From, yeah. Okay. With a white, yeah, it'll be a billowy shirt. You keep your shirt unbuttoned when you wear a button-up shirt like that you keep it unbuttoned so it billows so when you're walking you know in the wind and when doors are open and stuff then the the shirt billows behind you that's how you're supposed to do that then you seem mysterious and you seem vaguely european-ish but you don't know are you gonna be chewing on a piece of straw no well see now you're fixing up two people no you should pretend to be one of the horse uh owners well that's what i was thinking about now okay i but mr casual i don't know if i want to do the european because then i'd have to pull off the accent for for all the whole time and that's a lot that's a lot to do that's too much continuity for you but i could do a southern accent you could do a southern accent i I think you should do a southern accent well ma'am it sure do miss being out there on that kentucky grass yeah do your frank underwood oh frank underwood yeah that's That's how it is you have to do 
Yeah, everything I do now sounds like Frank Underwood. I can't get away from that. Well, well I man, do declare. I'm just a simple man from Kentucky, but I tell you what, my parents and I, we would go every year out to the Derby, and this one's for Mama. <laughs> Chris in the chat says... Uh, about your white billowy shirt, he said that he's picturing the uh, the pirate shirt from Seinfeld. No, it's Chris, not. Chris, it's not, totally like it's that, except like for it's that. like a short sleeve version of that. It's not like that. I don't it's have totally ruffles. Totally the puffy shirt. I don't have ruffles towards the top. It, it pretty much just a uh, it like almost has ruffles. Like it looks like it's so close to ruffles. It's my casual it, wear. But it you know it might be ruffles. Well. No, it is not like the Seinfeld pirate shirt. I just saw a picture of that posted in there. It is not like that. No, but I'm saying I could be there and I could, it's like, it's I like could two, be, It's like two you know, or three sizes too big on him and he like leaves it unbuttoned and it just kind of, and it's kind of like, it looks like well-worn, maybe a little crinkled. No, no, it is not like that. Like you've traveled many, uh, you know, Well, I do have to seem like that. And, I have to be, that. I have to be a little bit mysterious, you know, mm-hmm. and I also have to be, um, if I'm like the horse expert, like the horse kind of guy, you know, and they're old timey, so I got to woo them with stuff because basically I'm trying to get them to, to place bets for me and, or, or let me place the bets for them. I'm, I'm trying to swindle them. So what oh, I'm okay. saying is, uh, in not so many words, but, um. Yeah, if I if I were to be like, you know, uh, talk about uh, old-timey things, be like, oh, nothing like a fine, sweet lemonade on a hot, salty summer day. You know, and say something like that, and then they'll be like, well, I like lemonade. A salty summer day? I like lemonade, too. You know, and then that's what the ladies will say, and then uh, I'll be like, uh, you know, and wa- watching, watching those horses out there reminds me of... Uh, uh, fine hooven friends, their allies in life and pleasure. Oh, okay, shoot, I've lost friends? it. Yeah, I lost it right there. <laughs> I didn't know where to go from that. But fi- but I'm figuring maybe they'll be confused, and they wouldn't know either. Yeah, the saltiest summer air. So you're so you're trying to confuse them. Nah, this and isn't working so well. So far, this isn't working. Give you their money. So yeah, you can bet with it. I think I'm just going to get the security called on me. So far, <laughs> I think you will. Hmm. Fine, hooven friends. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I got to think about this. Well, I'm going to look super classy tomorrow, Greg. Yeah. So that's what we were bringing up in the beginning. Sarah uh, bought a apparently bought a dress this morning that has little horses all over it. It has horses on it. It's a horse dress. It is. It's a horse dress. It's not a horse dress. It's a horse dress. A horse dress. A horse dress. Okay. It's cute. I saw it. It was uh, six American dollars at Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's black with little white horses all over it. Well, isn't that darling? It is. So I figured what better thing to wear the Kentucky Derby than a horse dress, which I thought was quite fashionable. What did, what did you think of it? Um, I mean, I, you're not my demographic that I'm going for because that, uh, that doesn't say I have a whole lot of expendable income that I'm going to spend on you. So eh, <laughs> not really my thing, but yeah, sure. It looks, looks great. So looks that's great. why, that's how I'll be able to snag me one of the actual, like, you know, elderly horse owner gentlemen. Elderly horse. Excuse me. Do you own any horses? <laughs> do you own any of the horses? How are how are you going to do that? I don't show them my horse dress. <laughs> Have you seen my horse dress? <laughs> Hello, excuse me, sir. Have you seen my horse dress? There are horses all over this dress. <laughs> Some people like to celebrate with their hats on the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I like to wear horses in my dress. <laughs> I'm sure that'll work out really well for mm. you. And now, are you going to have a hat as well? I was trying to find a hat. I couldn't find a hat. Uh oh. I know. I don't know. I don't know where one procures a, a not. I think you got to make your own. Make a hat? Yeah, that's what they do. They make their own hats. 
how do you make the a hat? The taller and the more feathers. Like that's how it is. Like the more the more color you have going. You got to make your own hat. How are you going to go out there and pretend to be, you know, try to snag yourself somebody like that and you don't have a good hat? I mean, that's just ooh. Just pl- Greg, ooh. I want you to give me the template and how you think that I'm going to go home and make myself a hat. Well, you, no, what you do is do you have like a like a base hat? I don't have a base hat. Okay, you need to get yourself some cardboard and you can make your own hat that way. I could make a cardboard hat. Make a make a cardboard hat. That'll go over really well. Yeah, I could. I could paint it. Nobody will think you're special. All right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Go ahead and yeah. Make yourself a cardboard hat. And you have your your horse Maybe dress I on. Because I have. <laughs> because I have uh, like a ball cap, and so I can like like make yeah. a cardboard like donut, and then like stick it over the ball cap. Yeah. You go ahead and do all of that <laughs> with your horse dress, and then that's what I'm going to do. So. Hi, ma'am. Don't mean to bother you. I don't know if you see this fine lady back there. That's my my sister. She's she's a my mama always said she's a very special child. And uh, we see there we go. Oh, I'm gonna use this. Yeah. And then you'll be standing there with your cardboard hat and your <laughs> and your horse dress, looking confused. Oh man, this will be work. This will work. Then I'll have the sympathy. Wait, I'm going to be what, your special sister? Is that what I am? Oh, she just loves the horses. Oh, she can't get enough of the horses. Well, you can't sell me on the cardboard hat and then make fun of it. Oh, no, I'm not going to make fun of it. I'm going to use this to my advantage. Yeah, so you got to make yourself a cardboard hat, get yourself all all dolled up and, you know, and and wear your horse dress and uh, be really excited about it. Really excited, which I know you will, but you'll be overly excited. I do get overly You'll probably talk too much. I do talk a lot. And uh, yeah, this could work in my favor. All right. I need to figure out where to buy a a hat. No, you got to make one. You got to make one out of cardboard. Greg, I'm not going to make a hat out of cardboard. (laughs) Get a a half rack of of beer, you know, spray paint it, put that upside down on your head, and then um, stick a couple feathers in it, and then come out with your horse dress. Man, this will work great. It's my my very special sister over there. Oh, yeah. And then you just <laughs> wave, just a lot. wave a lot. <laughs> uh huh. We got a whole uh, dirty rotten scoundrels thing going here. No, see the way you're sound, like talking about the horse dress. Like it's a nice looking dress. It's not like a, some like you know frumpy fabric with you know giant horses on. It. It's just little teeny horses. Yeah. And it's a black fitted dress. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's... I guess if you say horse dress, it doesn't really sound yeah, just, like the most Just say horse thing. dress. <laughs> calling it a horse dress. That is your insistence. That, <laughs> that is what it's called. Well, all right. We'll have to think about this. So anyway, that's oh, where... Oh, someone... Uh, John posted on. a picture in the chat of a horse dress. That's a really cute por- horse dress. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. This could work out really well for me. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. By the way. All right. Should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? We sure can. Okay. I've got, got a little World Crazy for you. Yeah, I'm going to go after the show and get a hat. Cardboard. You can draw the horses on there in your own your own handwriting, too. Crayons? Maybe I can paint a now giant... Now, come on, Sister Sarah. Maybe I can take the hat, but then, like, paint a horse face. Like, the horse head could be, like, where my head is, and then the snout can be painted on the front of the hat. That's really creepy, but sure, yeah. I should totally do that. I can paint dogs and cats. Why not paint a horse on a hat? Thing. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. My world of crazy. Oh, hello. 
it's a random world of crazy today. People have been kind of behaving themselves, so I have a little a little um, potpourri, a, a, a potpourri of crazy. Okay. Craig. All right. All right. First story out of Largo, Florida. Got a good Florida story. Doesn't that mean uh, lar- large? Yeah, large Florida. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I was just commenting on that. That's all I know is Key Largo, but this mm-hmm. is Largo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Montego. Okay. Baby, why don't we go to Jamaica off the of Florida Keys? Out of Largo, Florida, sheriff's deputies say they believe an 18-year-old Florida woman decided to intentionally defecate in their squad car following her arrest. Oh. I mean, seriously, you're already arrested. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is they're not going to make her clean it up. They didn't make her clean it up. However, why would you, if you're already arrested, you're already in the back of the squad car, mm-hmm. why would you make the decision to just go ahead and take it to that to that next level? Yeah, I. that's, well, what was it she was arrested for exactly? Uh, let's see, so uh, her name is Caitlin Patricia. Okay. And according to the arrest report, Caitlin Patricia was arrested after breaking into and damaging her ex-boyfriend's house. Okay. So she's the crazy. Okay. Yeah. So that's... she was already trying to break into her ex-boyfriend stuff. Well, at that point, then I mean, it's not that surprising that she decided to uh, to defecate. She was already start. making some poor decisions. Yeah. I didn't think that yeah. one would just lead to the next one. Well, the thing is, though, I she would, would probably still have to. Steps. Isn't she self to sit back there with it too? Mm-hmm. At that point. Mm-hmm. I yep, mean, sure really, does. who's who's getting punished out of this? Well, the poor other inmates were punished because Dookie. they were the ones that had to clean it up. Yeah. So I'm sure that's not going to work out well for her in jail. No. If they're all cl- having to clean up her poop. No, that's generally doesn't work out well for well, many people. Well, an officer people. said in their report that Caitlin Patricia was in the back of a marked cruiser when she intentionally removed her pants and defecated on the seat. Deputies then directed inmates to clean the car, which was out of commission for eight hours. Ew. Ew. Yeah, well, they probably have to get the whole friends. thing like steamed and like, yeah, there's probably a lot they'd have to do with that. Yeah, so she's now facing more charges due to the backseat defecation. Um, she faces charges including criminal mischief, burglary, and simple domestic assault. Yeah. So if you're already, she's wanted to be in it to win it. Next up, out of Quebec. 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 It isn't Quebec? It's Quebec. Quebec? Quebec. A Quebec lawyer. Whoa. Whoa, what was that? I don't know. Ghost. Ghost in the cords. A Canadian ghost? It could be. A Quebec That sounds so weird. I've always I'm pretty said sure it's, it's Quebec. I've always said it's Quebec. Yeah, I think it's Quebec. It just sounds wrong. All right, I, I believe you. Yeah, I don't think I mean, you do I mean, clearly the... with, my, with my great history of pronouncing things correctly, like... Let me, let me, here, I'll, you go ahead and keep with the story. I'm going to pull this up so we can. Quebec. 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 No, Carrie is saying, Carrie's from Canada, and she says Quebec. I believe her. Yeah, but she's from Vancouver, or I mean, uh, British Columbia. Is it different in pronunciation in British Columbia versus in Eastern Canada? I know we have, actually, we have some listeners from Eastern Canada. We have a listener from Ontario that might be in the chat, too. I'm going to believe Carrie because she's, uh, she is from British Columbia. I'll give her that. So, Quebec. And, uh, but I still want to just Quebec. confirm. All right, Quebec. Anyway, somewhere, somewhere up there. <laughs> uh, a, a Quebec lawyer says that police overreacted when they issued... A $122 ticket to a 91-year-old woman 
because they said she was making too much noise rocking back and forth on her porch in her her rocking chair. Oh, wow. Yes. $122 ticket to a 91-year-old woman for making too much noise rocking in her rocking chair. That's uh, a special kind of asshole. Oh, what does it say? Quebec. 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 All right, so a lawyer, a lawyer for the woman, uh, said that the woman's downstairs neighbors complained to the police uh, April 17th about the noise from the woman's TV and her rocking chair. Uh, However, they said that the rocking chair was making the most noise. Officers responded by showing up at the house and issuing the 91-year-old woman a ticket. (laughs) Um, so the lawyer said it was embarrassing how officers handled the situation and that they used unnecessary intimidation against the 91-year-old woman. 91. Wow. You're rocking too damn loud, ma'am. Too damn loud. You're rocking chair. <laughs> uh, so her lawyer is now trying to find a way to have the fine overturned. Uh, Quebec. Quebec. Quebec or Quebec? I don't know. I'm, I'm looking it up online. I'm seeing both different ways. Okay, so, so uh, Quebec police spokesman Bruno Cormier said that the complaint insisted officers take action against the woman. He said police officials are looking into whether a warning should have been issued instead of a ticket since it was the first time she was complained about. Who? How would you feel writing a ticket to a 91-year-old woman for rocking her chair too loud? Like, seriously, being that police officer? Well, it says, it, and the police officer, and think about being, like, this woman's downstairs neighbor. Well, yeah, that's a miserable person. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a totally miserable person. It says, uh, the police spokesman said that the, com- the complainant, which is the people downstairs, were insisting that the officers take action against the woman. Yeah, but they don't have to. Can't they just give her a warning or yeah, something? Yeah, they could have just given her I a mean, warning. I mean, honestly, where, wow. All right. So there you go. She was rocking too hard. Yeah, rocking out. Keep on rocking in the free world. You're supposed to make fun of my stupid joke. No, I'm just going to let it hang there. Why are you going to let it hang there? I don't know. I mean... No, because then it makes it sound like I was trying to like, say it seriously. You're yeah, no, to... that's why I was going to let that's it hang there. That's not funny. That's not funnier for me. That's funnier for you. That's not funnier for me. Well, and finally, I do have one more story to round out the, the potpourri, if you will. And it's about a new invention, Greg, that I think that you might want to purchase. Okay. Now, Greg, do you ever get tired of... Do you get exhausted of those thousands upon thousands of selfies that you take? Oh, God. Yeah, I don't, of pictures that I, you take of yourself? One, I hate that word. And two, I don't think I've ever taken a... I don't a think s- you ever have either. The only time... No, I take that back. I have, but only for business purposes. Like, if I have to send something in, like, what does your hair look like right now for an audition or something like that? That's the only time. Mm-hmm. Other than that, never have I done that for either personal use or for posting publicly. Except for that explicit purpose. And that's like once or twice that's happened. Yeah. All right. And I, I have before. I mean, I've, I've done it. You did. Yeah. I'm not saying that I have Oh, no. I know. I know. I'm, not one of I'm those saying people, comparing, though. Dude, I, there are a couple of people who are my friends on like Facebook who every day they're like, this is my Monday face. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's being noted in chat. Listen to Greg trying to judge the rest of us. I'm not judging anybody. You I'm are just saying judging. I don't do it. I'm just saying you're I don't just, do no, it. No, you're you're acting superior to everybody no, else who no. does take pictures. No, no. Well, now, my friends, even if you are the one taking the picture of yourself when you're taking your self-portrait, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. now it doesn't have to look like you're as alone as you are with a new design called the selfie arm. <sighs> yes, Greg. Now, this is a selfie stick that is instead... I can't believe I said the word selfie. I hate that word so much. Does everybody know what a selfie stick is? I'm pretty sure. But if you don't know what a selfie stick is... God, I hate that word so fucking much. But it's like, 
you can't use anything you, else. You have to use just, it. It just has happened. Remember, we hated the word tweet before too, and oh, now no. you have to say that. You just so. have to because there's no other. There's nothing else to call it because this is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's a, it's a selfie stick. So that basically is a stick that you can attach to like your phone, your iPhone or whatever. And it, um, it's like a rod and then it has a button that you hold on to. So basically you can hold the, the camera or the phone away from you and then take the picture. Yeah, from and a you distance. hit the button and it'll click the shutter. And- so you can take a picture of yourself, but from further away, you know, instead of like arm's length. So anyway, so now there's not just the selfie stick. There's the selfie arm, which... Is a selfie stick designed to look like a human arm that you're holding hands with when you take the picture so it doesn't look like you're alone. So embarrassing. So it does not look like you're alone. I've only seen one and it was in Seattle. Yeah, so it's like an actual like mannequin hand. So it looks like somebody's hand hand is like holding yours while you're... So it's called called a selfie arm and it functions like a regular selfie stick, but it's disguised as a human arm. So when you take a photo using the selfie arm, it looks like you're holding hands with a friend or loved one and not a piece of fiberglass that's shaped to look like a human hand. Uh, The fiberglass arm is portable, lightweight, and adjusts to fit most smartphones. So there you have it. I think the awkward thing is, you know, carrying around the Carrying around a mannequin arm, yeah. Carrying around a mannequin arm all the time. And seeing that person, ugh, ugh. Yeah, so right now it's it's a concept. It's uh, so it's in so it's designed, but now it's a work in progress. Uh, done by artists uh, Justin Crow and Eric Snee. So they've de- they've developed a selfie arm. So would, if you are tired of, would you ever use a selfie stick? Like say you were on vacation somewhere else and you were no. by yourself. Like if nobody could see me ever. Like if nobody was there. Nobody you know. No, I still couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. So you get like three days it in just looks Paris, so but you're by yourself. So you don't know anyone else, so you don't want to ask other people to take the picture, would you use a selfie stick? I mean, you're going to want to post some pictures of yourself. All right, if I was in a different country, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because I would want to get some good pictures. Oh, God, I don't know. Why did you ask me that? I <laughs> See, dirty. I just went, well, I just wanted to put it on the other hand, you know, how, how that would work. Mm. All right. So there you have it. Anyway, there you go. Selfie arms available soon. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. I believe Keelan in the live chat must have a selfie stick. Oh, does he? That's what I'm, I think he might have one. Okay. You're not sure. Yeah. We're not judging. But he probably does. Well, I can't say he doesn't. Well, that's true. I mean, that That would would be be irresponsible. It would be irresponsible of me and, you know, and just false because I can't prove that one way or Mm -hmm. another, whether or not he has one. No, that's true. So I really don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, Greg, I know that uh, even though I don't know a lot about you know all of the the happenings with all the sporting events that are mm-hmm. happening, mm-hmm. I know that this is a this is a pretty big past couple days. It is. I feel it is my duty to s- no um, to what? <laughs> I was going to say something that even I didn't want to say. <laughs> it's my duty to. Keelan wants to know if you want to see his selfie stick. <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, I don't, Keelan. Oh. All, right. <laughs> all right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Um, all right. 
It's a, there is actually so there actually is a lot of stuff that's going on in the world of ball talk, and I know some people that listen to this segment may not know much about sports or anything like that. No judgment about that at all. This is ball talk is here to inform you of what everybody else is talking about, so you at least have a base knowledge of what's going on. And there is a lot going on. So we're gonna go one by one, Sarah, just so you can you can understand. All right, let me know. It's a very busy time. First up, we have this: the NFL draft took place yesterday, the Bam. first round. NFL draft. This was the big deal, whether it was Jameis Winston or Marcus Mariota, who was going to be taken. I mean, it was pretty much assumed Jameis Winston was going to go first. Jameis Winston, quarterback. they're both quarterbacks, both the last two Heisman Trophy winners. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston first, then Marcus Mariota. And um, Jameis Winston is the guy who, there's a big issue with all of his off-the-field stuff, but where he was, he was he accused was, of rape. Yeah. He wasn't uh, prosecuted for that, although now she's filed a civil um, a civil lawsuit against him. And on top of that, he's also had a bunch of other issues where his maturity is really coming to question. Really, he's he just seems like a very dumb guy yeah. off the off the field. But one of the other things he did was he stole crab legs from a like thirty two dollars worth of crab legs from a, um, a market in Tallahassee. Mm. Which is just dumb. Now, keep in mind, this isn't an ordinary college kid. This is a guy who just went number one in the NFL draft and has been a national star for the last three years. I know he's young, but that's just stupid. That is so stupid. So got busted on that. And uh, he's kind of been wishy-washy on what it was, whether he just, he said he, first he said he forgot to pay for them. Then he said, uh, yeah, he tried to steal them. Then he said somebody gave them to him, which is a direct violation of NCAA rules. You can't accept gifts like that. And he knows that. And, and all that stuff. Bottom line, they, they tried to finally make that go away. And he gets drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number one, last night. One of the first things he does, posts a picture of himself on Instagram eating crab legs. I kid you not, the guy just went number one in the NFL draft. He's been he's spent months trying to prove that he's mature. He's learned learned from his mistakes. He's not going to make any issues. But the past, he posts a picture of himself eating crab legs. There's two stories to it. One, he was trying to poke fun. They think maybe you know if he was trying to poke fun at him getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Not not a good joke to make. No, not a good not joke. a good joke to make for yourself. The other one is that. They're saying that he was gifted the crab because he was take he had taken place in, in part in some charity thing and somebody gave him a crab a crab leg or a bunch of crab legs or something like that mm. and so he was eating them showing he was celebrating. Either way, it's a dumb move. That's PR one hundred and one. Yeah, don't do that. Just don't do that. And so Tampa Bay had to send him a message and ask him to take that down. Oh, as really? One of the, the first night the he's drafted. First thing, oh. After they spent all this time talking about how he's mature and he's God. he's changed. You <laughs> they, know they saw that and they're they just already like, have they're to like, tell like him. fuck. It's <laughs> like give us the password to all of your social media. Stop posting. That went on. Oh my god. Then there and oh yeah, it's being noted in chat that crab legs are delicious. Crab legs are delicious. Don't get me wrong. Crab legs are Greg amazing. Greg is agreeing with you one hundred percent. Oh, I agree. He finds them to be quite delectable. Crab legs are amazing. If you want to send me crab legs, I'll take a picture of myself eating them, and I'm not worried about it. Ew, you know I also have stolen nailed crab legs. Is that something I could eat in the studio if I brought in crab no, legs? No, absolutely fucking not. Mm, no, but they're so good. I have a hard time eating. I, I haven't eaten a lot of crab. I like it because I have a hard time taking the shells off of things. Yeah. I mean, it does take a little bit of work. but No, man, I mean, you're... no, not a hard time, like, physically. A hard time, just it grosses me out. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. like ripping the outsides off of something to eat its insides. Mm. It just I, it just really 
It creeps me out. I mean, I'm a meat eater, but that particularly creeps me out, like with lobster tails. Yeah. I haven't had lobster in a long time, but crab, I crab I have every now and then. Yeah. Mm, crab's delicious. All right, well, we're moving on to ball talk. We got, we got a few things to get to. I'll, I'll speed it up here a little bit. There was uh, the number two pick was Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota, of course, the this year's Heisman Trophy winner and the quarterback at University of Oregon, taken number two overall. There was all kinds of speculation. It turns out there were several teams trying to trade up for the Tennessee Titans' number two pick to get Marcus. Mm-hmm. And um, Tennessee did not want to trade it. They, they, they went him. all in on Marcus Mariota. However, here's the thing. Like, for NFL people... All you've heard over the last two, three months are the names Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. That's all you hear because they're the two big stars that are going into the NFL, whether or not they're going to be stars. Right now, they're the stars. So the NFL draft, the way it works like this, the NFL commissioner is the one who walks out and says, okay, and the Tennessee Titans have selected so-and-so from so-and-so from Mm -hmm. the school. And did Jameis Winston from Florida State. Let me show you what this. This is the commissioner of the NFL, Roger Goodell who made $44 million last year running the National Football League. Okay. All the talk has been about these two players coming into his league. Here is how he announced the draft pick of Marcus Mariota. Titans select Marcus Mariota. Quarterback, Oregon. Oregon? Marcus Mariota, quarterback for Oregon. Titans select Marcus Mariota. Oh my god, I don't even follow sports and I would know how to pronounce that correctly. <laughs> right? Or NFL, yeah. And let alone this this the this is the one public thing this guy's gotta do. Wow. He's getting paid forty four million a year. Marcus Mariato from Oregon. Wow. Yeah. In two swoops, mispronounced both of those things. So anyway, there was that. <laughs> Moving on to Ball Talk. How is that possible that you mispronounced? <laughs> it's that? it's amazing. Wow. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, I could get it if it's, like, further way down in the draft where you don't know. Even then, they should have the phonetic pronunciation there. Oh, yeah. Because in between that, between when he walks out to the podium, he's got, like, two minutes that when the pick is in before he walks out and announces what it is. So he knows who's getting drafted. He knows what school they're from for two minutes, or at least a minute before he walks out on that podium. Still fucked it up. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on to ball talk. Okay, there we go. So that was the draft. Jameis Winston, number one. Marcus Mariota, number two. There we go. The other big thing going on this weekend, other than the Kentucky Derby, which we'll talk about that too, is the big boxing match. Oh, Sarah, Manny yes. Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Both going to be battling on Saturday night in Las Vegas. A couple of things I just wanted to bring to attention so that if you are watching the fight somewhere with someone or you do happen to be there, you'll have a little bit of some, some tidbits to throw out. Sure. I think I might be watching it, so I would enjoy some tidbits. Okay, well, here's some, some. Give me some. Here's morsels. some tidbits. Uh, Floyd Mayweather is um, is a jackass. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He has Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Money Mayweather. That's his nickname, Money Mayweather, and he is a very rich man. He also he's so rich that his mouth guard that he uses during fights is worth twenty five thousand dollars and contains diamonds, gold, and one hundred dollar bills. His mouth guard is worth $25,000 because it contains diamonds, gold, and $100 bills. It's one thing about Floyd Mayweather. 
Also, one hundred dollar. How does he have a mouth guard made I, of one hundred dollar bills? I took a I took a look at it, and it looks like they're like shredded into it. Of course they are. Yeah. Because why would you need that pesky money? No. So that is one thing about Floyd Mayweather. Also, Floyd Mayweather has been arrested multiple times for domestic abuse. He has gotten out of going to jail each time, presumably by paying his way out. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the guy, he's not a good guy. He's not a good guy off the, off the, out of the boxing. Uh, well, he's just not a good guy all around. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the bottom line. That doesn't mean anything about whether or not he's a good boxer or not. And I mean, he's a, from everything I've read, and again, I'm not a boxing guy, but I do know I do know everything that I read, and it's true. He's a phenomenal boxer. One of the greatest probably of all time. Yeah. So that's taking nothing away from that. But off the out of the boxing ring, I feel it's appropriate to know that the guy, is, the guy beats up girls. He's, he's done it before. So that's Floyd Mayweather. Manny Pacquiao, on the other hand. Manny Pacquiao actually, he hasn't been in trouble legally. Not that I'm aware of for anything. Nothing like that. He... Manny Pacquiao's thing is he's very religious. He's very anti-gay marriage. Mm-hmm. He has made statements about that um, because he is very religious. And uh, but at the same time, he's he that's that's the two people that are going to be fighting. I don't know how much more to go to it. Um, now the the talk is that Floyd Mayweather is the favorite. Floyd Mayweather is favored in this fight to win it. Mm. That's that's who the favored uh, boxer is. So it's going to be a good boxing match. If you just look at it from the boxing thing, I just had to bring that up so that you know the outside stuff. But if you just look at it in the boxing ring, these two are two of the greatest boxers of all time. And they're going to be duking it out in there. And it will make for a fantastic match. Okay. It's going to be a good boxing match. So you can decide who you want to root for out of those two. Or maybe you want to see them knock each other out at the same time. That's exactly what I want. (laughs) That could happen, too. That could happen, too. Moving on. uh, One other thing, though. If you are going to be watching it, watch out for this. So if you own a bar... And you plan on showing this match because it's uh, $99.99 $99. to watch it at home, to, to rent this fight, to pay for the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And that's, of course, a lot more if you're showing it at a bar. Now, if you're a bar and you show this fight and you don't go through the proper channels for the licensing, you could be charged a lot of money. So if you, they give an example. So say it's a small bar that holds 101 to 150 people. That comes to about $5,000 to rent that fight to show it. Oh my God. Five grand to show the fight. That's, I remember one of the bars that I worked at before, they'd have UFC fights and that's why there would be like a cover. Like people would have to pay like five bucks if you're going to come and stay for the fight because it costs so fucking much to actually rent it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, a big establishment. They said one that can hold 450 to 500 people will pay $15,500 to show the one fight. That could last like 30 seconds. Yeah. Wow. $15,500 to show the fight. And But here's the thing, though. If you're a bar and that tries to skip that and just goes for the $99.99 fee for home viewings and think you're going to get away with it, be careful. Because they're, uh, the there's a company called Audit Masters which is a firm that sends out undercover investigators to try to rat out bars that are doing it. Now, the investigators get $250 a piece for catching a bar in the act. So they get a bounty. They're paid $250 bucks if they can catch a bar. So it's a bar bounty? Yeah. If they can catch a bar in the act of showing it without that didn't go through the proper channels, they get $250, bucks and then the bar gets fined, you know, whatever. Tremendous amount. Wow. So they're saying some of these guys can earn $1,000 for a night's work. So they'll just go from bar to bar showing the fight, depending on how long the fight goes, and then try to uh, try to get the bounty on it. So be careful. 
You want to go through the proper channels on mm. this one because they will find it. He said a location caught with an Ill- illegal broadcast can end up having to pay as much as $100,000 in fines oh and penalties. Oh, my God. $100,000 in fines and penalties. I'm sure that's a big bar, but still. So there you go. All right, finally, in ball talk, we've got this. The Kentucky Derby. Yeehaw! Kentucky Derby is happening now. Sarah, there are a horse number of chest. horses. I'm clapping. I'm so excited yes, you're to cap- my horse clapping dress. For- All right, I'm sorry. Clapping for yes. your horse dress. Mm-hmm. Kentucky Derby taking place this Saturday. Oh, you didn't give the, me these until now. Yes, I'm giving to because you have to make a spot-on decision. Now, every year, Sarah, we here at Fun Employment Radio, being myself and you, pick our horse that we think is going to win, regardless of whether whatever the odds are, who we're going to bet on. Now, I have mine out of this list. So I'm going to give you a list of some, some of the names. I, I sent it to you. I'll just read off some of them. Uh, Ocho, 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 Carpe Diem, Materiality. I will say this. The favorite, according to the experts, is one called American Pharaoh. There's Mr. Z, War Story, Frosted, Keen Ice, It's a Knockout, Stanford, International Star, Firing Line. There's a number of them in there. Can you narrow it down to, say, three that you would, that just three horses, regardless of name, whatever, that you want to? Yeah, all right. So the post, you're just giving this to me now, and this is like the most finicky website I've ever been on. It keeps freezing my computer up. Um, oh. Well, Okay. All right, so what's the order? So the one, two, three, that's like uh, what order they are? Yeah, the odds are on the right-hand side. Okay. I mean, I don't pay attention to the odds because they... I'll tell you who I'm going to bet on. All right. And it's all because of the name. Mm. It's also 30 to 1. Danzig Moon. Oh. Because that name sounds awesome. Because I like Danzig. And the moon, well, the moon part's all right. Danzig Moon. Oh, I like that. All right, I'm looking at that, and I'm. Uh, I think I'm gonna go. <sighs> I'm torn between two. Can I pick two? Okay, you can bet. And what are what are your two favorites? I wanna. I'm, I'm gonna do Bolo, because you know I love me a good you Bolo, like Bolo tie. ties. That's, and yeah. plus, I like the outfit. I'm looking at this. It's a light blue with red accent with uh, wings on the back. Okay, Bolo is a thirty to one favorite. Okay, and I'm also going with Fireline. Or firing line, excuse me, um, which is pink with like little green stars on the sleeves with like a big Z on the back. Okay, I'm totally going with that. Bolo and firing line. Although, like my initial thought was firing line, so I think I'm going to go with firing line. I do like the pink. firing line. Mm-hmm. Okay, firing line is going to be your pick. They are twelve to one, so better odds. Well, Sarah, I'm going with Danzig Moon. So we're gonna have to see. Do we have a bet on on whose horse finishes first? All right, like uh, not. First overall, but whose horse finishes better between the two of us? Okay. What is it going to be? Between Danzig Moon and Firing Line? Yeah. Okay. What do you want to bet? This reminds me. I still owe Rylan from Guys and Balls a liner that he has to read for losing to me. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know All what right. We'll do. have to think about it. Let's think about it. Okay. We're going to have to have a bet, though, on this. And we'll, and we'll declare what it is before... The race tomorrow. I declare a thumb war? Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, so I'm going for firing line. You're going for Danzig Moon. Danzig Moon. Woo! love. All right, finally in ball talk, here we go. Here's a fan song for the Kentucky Derby called Down the Stretch They Come. Bluegrass, mint juleps for a Saturday in May. Three-year-olds, Churchill Downs, Kentucky Derby Day. Running for the roses, who will claim the throne? Woo! Riders up, 
bugler, my old Kentucky home. There's the starting bell, the breakaway is clean. Round the clubhouse turn, they're picking up some steam. Coming down the back stretch. This is by Video Storage Delfino. This is amazing. This is the YouTube channel. Down the stretch they come. Into history they run. Like the legend before. Once more, down the stretch they come. There we go. This is just inspiring, Greg. Wow, that's the first time I've ever had you like a song. I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> wow. Danzig Moon. Firing line. Those are the choices. We'll see what happens. American Pharaoh is the favorite. The Kentucky Derby is taking place on Saturday. Now at least you know a little bit more about what the big sports stories are that are happening. I hope I've informed you. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I feel really confident in my firing line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's going to be it. That huh? pink outfit is fierce. All right. Oh, mm. please don't. Please, please don't say fierce. <laughs> You know what I'm confident in, Sarah? What are you confident I'm in, I'm confident Greg? in the fine service I get at Next Adventure. Ooh. Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand. Fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, your source for everything outdoor. Whatever you want, that is the place to go. They are awesome. I keep uh, been following uh, Brian. Brian and Deke, of course, are the owners of Next Adventure. I've been following Brian's um, travels because he's like motorcycling all over the place. He is. He was staying in a teepee. <sighs> Dude, it, yeah. It looks awesome. I know. It looks really I kind of cool. want to do something like that some someday. Some I'm a little bit too, um, what's the word, spazzy to ride a motorcycle very safely. <laughs> you are so spazzy. The one time you I've had amazing segues to- this, this week, by the way. <laughs> they have been incredible. I need to cut together like a like the highlights of my a segues. Best of. Best of segues this week. Also, if you missed uh, the show, what day did we do? Um, it was yesterday. What, you're talking about the cornhole tournament? Yeah, we did the Cornwall tournament yesterday. Are you talking about Phantom of the... Yeah, opera? what day did we do that? That was Wednesday. Wednesday's episode. Uh-huh. Um, thank you, everybody, for the emails and the... Uh, the uh, I've, I've talked to a lot of people who have come up and said that, A, I'm crazy, um, but also enjoyed that segment. So thank you. You can listen to that episode. That was from two days. Wednesday. Wednesday of this week. Yep. You can look it up. You'll see <laughs> it. I just turned my... <laughs> I just accidentally turned it on. All right, so... It's Friday. It is Friday. Next Adventure. Oh, yeah. By the way, nextadventure.net. They are (laughs) awesome. Also, Bridgetown Comedy Festival is next week. So here's the deal with the show next week. I feel like I should let everybody know this. Um, Every day, we are going to have comedians in here. So Bridgetown Comedy Festival uh, starts on Thursday of next week and goes through Sunday. But we're going to be a part of everything leading up to it. And you can get your tickets at BridgetownComedy.com. Start picking out which shows you want to go to mm-hmm. or get the bracelet to go to the whole thing. Yep. And starting Monday, we'll have at least two comedians in here so every day. So just be prepared. It's going to be overwhelming comedian week next week. And yeah, we it, love it. And it's just... Yeah, it's going to be... Happen. The shows will be a little bit different. Um, the only day that a show will be a different time is Tuesday. We'll be going a little bit earlier at noon. And we'll remind you guys because t- we moved it to Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Um, but otherwise... Okay. Uh, yeah, otherwise everything's going to be... It's going to be chaos. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be madness. We have at yep. least... So we have so many comedians like two or three in. guests and, today. <laughs> and also some special surprises that you guys, uh, I think, will be excited about that will be joining us. Also, so. Cornhole. And Cornhole. Get signed up. Funemploymentradio.com slash Cornhole Hero. Cornhole Hero. 
Funemploymentradio.com slash Cornhole Heroes. Sign up now. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You guys are fantastic. Thank you. You are the reason why we get to do this, because you listen, and we are so grateful for you. Yeah, your support really means everything, and thank you so, so much. All right, we will be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.